You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to do something different on this episode. I'm going to be talking about and kicking off the podcast with a news article regarding the Bray Wyatt and Vince McMahon situation and all the stories that came out. But I want to kick things off with a tweet from Stephen A. Smith. And everything that he's about to say, I completely agree with. And this is something that was hitting my mind when I was reading and going through transcripts regarding the Bray Wyatt and Vince McMahon whole situation. Listen to this. It's no secret that I get disgusted by a lot of people. I'm very disgusted, to be quite honest with you. I'm just so disgusted. I can't tell you how disgusted I am. I'm disgusted. It's crazy. I'm disgusted. I really am. We're going to talk about Vince McMahon reportedly shouted out derogatory things about Bray Wyatt's physique. Vince McMahon in a circle uh, started rumors about Bray Wyatt's, quote, bad attitude. So we're going to kick off with that. I'm also going to be talking about Matt Hardy talking about how Triple H taking over WWE is a game changer. He's more turned turned into the 22 versions of professional wrestling talking about that Triple H is more tuned in into what the fans want to see. Also, news on Triple H. He's expected to remain aggressive in acquiring WWE talent. I'm also going to talk about Austin Theory believes WWE is in good hands in a good direction with Triple H as head of creative. And then lastly, we're going to end the episode with Shawn Michaels saying Vince McMahon didn't have time to run NXT 2.0. If it's good or bad, it's on him, he said. Pretty much confirming that he was running NXT. I call cap, but I will end the podcast with that article. Again, thank you everybody for joining me right here on The Wrestling Takeover. The number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty, man. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast on all audio podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. I will be on Spreaker coming very soon. Uh, so the audio platform will be on Spreaker. Um, you guys can go check out all of my uh, articles for DiscussPW.com. I have a lot of articles you guys can go check out. I've kind of been on the down low. Haven't been really doing any articles at all. Uh, I'm going to get back into that soon. So stay tuned to new upcoming articles. And yeah, that's about it, man. Casual conversations will be coming back. Um, I kept telling people that it's not a weekly thing. It's just whenever I can get somebody uh, to come onto the show and be a guest and just casually interview them. That's when I will announce Uh, a new episode of Casual Conversation. So stay tuned to social media for the latest update on a casual conversation coming very soon. Something's in the works, and I'll keep you guys updated on that. Vince McMahon, 
Vince McMahon's a pond. Vince McMahon is an asshole. Uh, Vince McMahon, again, reportedly shouted out derogatory things about Bray Wyatt's physique. McMahon's inner circle started rumors about Bray Wyatt's attitude. And people say, WWE, don't start rumors. That's cap. That's bullshit. They clearly do. So this article is coming from WrestlingNews.co. It reads the following. Triple H has brought back former talent since becoming head of WWE Creative from Vince McMahon, which has led to speculation that Bray Wyatt could be returning. As previously reported, some WWE higher-ups believe that the company is more likely to get Wyatt back. John Cena also fueled speculation that Wyatt could be returning to WWE. Fightful reported additional details after internally garling interests from WWE higher-ups staff and talent. One star stated that he could tell by last year that Vince McMahon was, quote, simply done with Wyatt as he didn't like him personally and would shout derogatory things at Wyatt about his physique. Fuck Vince McMahon. Fuck him. That is so uncalled for. One talent stated that McMahon did that because Wyatt pushed back on creative and called out things that were bad, which McMahon didn't like. So Wyatt was, quote, labeled as having a, quote, bad attitude. Hold up. Let me stop. So Vince McMahon, just because a talent was calling your ass out and saying that your creative is dog shit, you're going to disrespect him? You're going to throw personal jabs at him? You're unprofessional. You're the asshole. That is fucked up as a boss of this company, former boss of this company to berate you're pretty much bullying Wyndham Rotunda that's what was going on Vince McMahon was bullying Wyndham Rotunda via his voice that is not cool disrespecting Bray Wyatt and it just figured I'm thinking in my head man you know the fiend's gonna be crazy the fiend it's going to do this and that. He's going to be one of the most popular superstars that WWE's seen in a very long time when it comes to a character. And that is exactly what he was. Bray Wyatt, Wonder Matunda, he wanted to have control of that character. And Vince McMahon didn't give it to him. He didn't give it to him. So Vince McMahon never liked the Fiend character. He never liked Wonder Matunda because of his physique. You serious? His physique is a problem to you. He could wrestle. He could wrestle. He has a great creative mind. Wyndham Rotunda is one of the most creative people in this industry. He has a great mind for character development, Vince. And that is something that you were fucking up on. That's a fact. Continuing on. The narrative came from those who worked directly with McMahon. There were also several other insights of rumors started within the circle to erase the heat off of WWE for releasing him. So they were making up some bullshit narrative to put the back 
on Wyndham Rotunda and having Wyndham Rotunda, you know, come off to WWE's eyes as this guy bitches and complains. All he's complaining about is all creative direction. Let's put the heat on Wyndham. Are you fucking serious? You're unprofessional. Shout out to Mercedes and Trinity, by the way, with that. That is some bullshit. That's some bullshit. And again, if you guys are new to the podcast, I do cuss. I'm apologizing ahead of time because things like this that I read, it pisses me off. It pisses me off. Vince McMahon was doing everything that he could in his power to emotionally and just tearing Wyndham down. This guy created one of the best characters since The Undertaker and Kane. For your benefit, Vince, for your benefit of your company, Wyndham was creating gold with The Fiend. And you, you messed it up. Within one year, within one year, you mess up The Fiend character. Hey, Vince, do you know that The Fiend character was the reason why a lot of people actually started watching WWE? And I'm talking about the people that were gone for years. They come to find out that this new character, The Fiend, hurt heel. The whole facade of The Fiend actually brought a lot of past wrestling fans. They brought them back because of the character. And then you fucked it up. Fucked it up. Unacceptable. Fuck Vince McMahon. Fuck him. Over WWE higher-ups said McMahon had reversional whenever Wyatt's name was brought. Oh, so he he did not like Wyatt at all because he spoke up. Because Bray Wyatt spoke up. You see, I'm a, I, I want to be a writer for WWE. So imagine me in that boardroom for a creative meeting. And I say... This was shit. This idea sucks. I have a better idea than that. That idea sucks. I have a better idea than that. I'm probably going to get fired because I'm speaking up. Now with Paul Levesque and Stephanie in charge, I'm pretty confident that I can be a writer for that promotion and help them from a creative standpoint. But beforehand, nah, hell no. That would never have worked. Never. So you can't speak up in front of Vince McMahon. If you speak up, you're getting the axe. And that's not cool. So that's what that was. McMahon just never liked Wyatt whatsoever. Uh, there was frustration at WrestleMania 37 after months of a Randy Orton Bray Wyatt storyline, which saw the finish of the bout be changed the day before. One person worked on the match noted that no one know what was going on and along with the journey of the storyline. As noted, Orton was supposed to lose and have months off. However, that was reversed with Wyatt taking time off and wasn't brought back before being released. Vince McMahon never liked Wyndham Rotunda. It's the bottom line. Because he spoke up against the creative. Oh, you don't do that with Vince McMahon. You speak up on the creative, that is your ass. And that's what happened. Fuck Vince McMahon for that. 
Thank God this man has nothing to do when it comes to the creative and the weekly TV product. Moving on, I'm going to talk about uh, Matt Hardy saying that Triple H taking over WWE is a game changer. He's more tuned in to 2022 of pro wrestling. This is coming from Fightful. Matt Hardy talks about Triple H emuling control of the WWE creative. 2022 will always be remembered as the year that Vince McMahon retired. Thank God. In his place, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are co-CEOs of WWE and Triple H has taken over creative. You love to hear that. So, we're going to be talking about it. And that's what happened there. Um, in the weeks since the shakeups, many in the world of pro wrestling have commented on the move and the potential impact that Vince McMahon's retirement will have on the wrestling world as a whole. Matt Hardy, who begun working for WWE nearly 20 years ago, in the latest to give his input on the latest episode of his podcast, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Uh, Matt Hardy calls Triple H new role a potential game changer for the industry, crediting Hunter for being more in tune with modern wrestling. He said, quote, This deal with Triple H taking over WWE is a game changer. I mean, on top of that, it also opens up the door for many people to go back, Matt says. There are some more people that have been a better relationship with Triple H than Vince. Triple H, I have already spoken to people that are there. Triple H has already been so much uh, amusable from the people I've talked to there with the current experiences. So it's great. It's a great and it's a good thing to see. I also think it's going to make the competition in the industry healthier as well. Because now it's like, once again, I'm team AEW. Whatever team I'm playing for, I'm waving that flag till I am dead. Until my dying day. But it's also a good thing because there are people that could potentially leave AEW. They might end up going to WWE and they would be more a point to do that because Triple H is now in charge. So I think that is a super positive thing. I agree. This is a great thing for the world of professional wrestling. This is a great thing for WWE. If you are a WWE fan, Triple H being in charge of the creative. And I kept telling people for years, stop worrying about how much money WWE is making. Worry about the TV product. Because that affects me. That affects you. Okay, it's either good or it's not. In most aspects of WWE, when Vince McMahon was in charge, it was bad. He didn't have a plan. He didn't give a fuck. He only had his certain people that he would push. And that's that. With Triple H and his team, they're going to give everybody an opportunity. Matt Hardy also spoke about the belief that AEW has a loaded roster and stated that was by design. It's interesting. Matt Hardy also stated that the new changes in WWE will benefit everybody because with Triple H in charge, the mindset in WWE won't be antiquated. Matt Hardy says, AEW uh, got a big roster. Yes, they do. I mean, that was by design, you know? 
They have plenty of people that you could cycle off, which is perfect. I wish WWE can do that. I'm hoping that Triple H uh, builds up a lot of people and they pretty much do what AEW is doing. Matt Hardy continues and says, each week, Dynamite looks different. Also, we're building a Ring of Honor roster as well. So that's definitely uh, enticing and internal. But it is a positive, and it's a positive thing, that another huge positive to Triple H running WWE now, Vince McMahon, it is what it is. But his uh, views and his mindset about pro wrestling were a little bit antiquated. And that's not slander on him. I'm not trashing him whatsoever. It's just because he's an older guy. I mean, as we get older, it is definitely much harder to keep up with what is new and what is hip and what is trending and have your finger on the pulse of pro wrestling. Triple H is more uh, tuned into 2022 pro wrestling, uh, much like Tony Khan is. So I think, you know, you have two guys who really have their fingers on the pulse of pro wrestling. So I think that is going to benefit everybody. There you go, man. I love it. Matt Hardy knows what he's talking about. Matt Hardy knows the game, and he knows how the game is played. Another report from Fightful. Triple H is expected to be aggressive in acquiring more WWE talent. Now, before I continue reading, again, I want to thank everybody for going out and listening to the Wrestling Takeover. If you missed any of my recent episodes, please check them out. Search them up on Apple Podcasts. Search it up on Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also, follow me on Twitter, at JT Takeover. Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover. Continuing on for this Fightful report, uh, Triple H has clearly been aggressive in his new roles and that doesn't look to be stopping anytime soon. Triple H was able to retain Eel Sky, re-sign Dakota Kai at the last minute to revive a stable that Vince McMahon shot down. Bring back Max Dupree to Maximum Male Models after Vince McMahon nixed that and re-signed Karen Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. Fightful Select has learned that much like the Dakota, Dakota Kai signing, Karen Cross Returning came across very quickly. Fightful had heard earlier last week that both were among talents being discussed by Triple H and WWE higher-ups about bolstering their WWE main roster. And that is exactly what the WWE needs to do. They need to not only create new stars, but they really need to bolster their roster very similarly to AEW. Like real talk. Because if one person goes down... There is another person right there coming in the wings. Okay? So, you could imagine if Cody Rhodes, he is down right now. They do have people. They have Rollins. They have Lashley. They have Drew. They still got Roman. If Roman goes down, ain't looking too good right now. But, you know, they also have Randy Orton who's down, which isn't a good look. But we have two out of the three really gone and Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton. But if Roman goes down, whoo. It's not looking good at all if you're WWE. And I know Drew McIntyre right now, he's pretty banged up as well. So we don't really know what's going on with Drew McIntyre. He said that in an early report that he is going to be able to compete at Clash of the Castle. But he is injured, and I don't know if he's going to have to take some time off. So it's 
pretty interesting. There's a lot on Triple H's plate right now. He needs to really start creating new stars, and he needs to bolst up that roster. So, in addition, we're told that several other talent have been discussed for returns, and a, quote, filling out process has occurred. Those that we spoke up to, to Fightful, uh, to not expect Triple H to step off the gas pedal anytime soon, thank God, as he reshapes the roster depth and he adds depth to the rosters. I literally just went over that. We've also heard of several talent meetings individually with Triple H that have already been taking place during a busy first week of kicking off Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. This is awesome. I love that vibe. I love the vibe that he does that. You need to fill out this process. You need to bring in new talent. You need to bring in previous regime of talent. And that's what needs to happen. So follow me here. Triple H, he brought in Hit Row. He brought in Karrion Cross. He brought in Scarlet. I love it. I love the moves. He's not done. So I want everybody to be perfectly clear on that. Triple H is not done bringing in previous administration. He's not. I see Johnny Gargano. I see uh, Candice LeRae. I see Bray Wyatt. I see Sasha Banks. I see Naomi. I can see Tegan Knox. I can see these people returning back to the WWE. I could see Braun Strowman coming back. I really could. I also can see Triple H going out and getting new, fresh blood. Right now, there's not a lot of blood out there. All right? Because the wrestling world is, is pretty stacked right now with, with roster depth. So, I think Triple H right now, he needs to focus on the people that I just named. And he needs to go get them. If I'm Triple H, this might be controversial. But if I'm Triple H, I'm going to pull the trigger in regards to the person that I am going to be describing to you right now. He loves women's wrestling. We all know that. He's going to get Sasha Banks back. He is going to get Naomi back. He's going to go and get Candice LeRae. I believe Tegan Knox will be coming back. If I'm Triple H, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get Tessa Blanchard. You heard me. If I'm Triple H, I'm going to go out and get Tessa Blanchard. She is still in the open market. This is a generational talent. She's still young. She's great looking. Very young. Great pro wrestler. I'm going out and getting Tessa Blanchard. Triple H is establishing women's professional wrestling. Fuck Bruce Pritchard. Fuck Kevin Dunn and fuck Vince McMahon for not caring about women's wrestling. I'd actually give Vince McMahon a little slack because at least he did care to an extent. But Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn, fuck them. They don't care about women's wrestling. They never cared. All they cared about was bras and panties. That's what they wanted. They wanted bras and panties. Look at NXT 2.0. They're not in bra and panties, but they showing... You know, some scantily clothing. It's ridiculous. I'll get to NXT 2.0 in a little bit when I get to that article. But talking about creating new stars, it's got to happen. 
This is the direction. You need to bring in all these people back. Women's wrestling is a top priority for Triple H. And if I'm Triple H, I'm bringing back Candice LeRae. If I'm Triple H, I'm bringing back Tegan Knox. And if I'm Triple H, no matter if it's controversial or not, I don't give a fuck. I'm going and getting Tessa Blanchard. And I'm putting her in the women's division. And I'm telling her flat out, you got one shot. One shot. You fuck up. You're never coming to the WWE ever again. I know she was in WWE previously with NXT, but I'm not talking about that. She was in the Mayon Classic. Yes, I understand. She should have been signed at the time, but she had attitude issues. Bump that. You come in here. You do everything that everybody else is doing. You're the part of the team. You are a part of the team. If I'm Triple H, might be controversial. I don't care. This is my show. I can say anything I want. I'm going out and I'm getting Tessa Blanchard. Let me know what you guys think about that. Triple H is he's doing it big right now. He has a lot of faith within a lot of us. We have faith in that man to change WWE from and make it better than what it is right now. We have a brand new article from Ringside News. Talk about controversy. You get no more controversy within the community than Ringside News. But they always have the exclusives. So they are reporting that Austin Theory believes WWE is going to be in good direction with Triple H as head of creative. Austin Theory knows. He knows. Triple H was made top person in charge of WWE creative after Vince McMahon retired, as we all know. This was a dream come true for many as they wanted this change to happen for years. Yes, it should have happened decades ago. But it is what it is. We're here now. Austin Theory improved tremendously under the tutelage of Vince McMahon as he saw uh, any scene fit, any scene great success working with Vince McMahon. This is especially the case now that he is Mr. Money in the Bank. While speaking to TMC Sports, Austin Theory made it clear that he believes WWE is going to be in good direction with Triple H as the head of creative. He said that Austin Theory, Triple H was in charge of NXT along with Shawn Michaels. Uh, continuing on, so I feel like there is a lot of more freedom and a lot more to explore. There's Raw and SmackDown that Triple H is taking over. I think we are going in a good direction. Triple H is also expected to somewhat bring back NXT black and gold era, seeing as how WWE has undergone so many changes in just the past couple weeks. We can expect lots more significant changes coming very soon. He has faith. He has faith. I have faith. Uh, I have talked about some changes that I would apply uh, to the WWE product. I love that Triple H is reestablishing the Intercontinental Championship. He is reestablishing the United States Championship. I love it. Uh, he's also bringing back the full names of wrestlers that got their name changed. Which was a load of shit. I do not know why Vince McMahon got rid of some stupid terms, terminology. You can't say hospital. You have to say medical facility. I think that's fucking dumb. I break my arm. 
I'm not going to the medical facility. I'm going to the hospital. Unbelievable. Championship. I want a championship. I don't want a title. I want a championship. Thank God Vince is gone, man, because those keywords are ridiculous. Angel Garza, I'm happy for him. It looks like he got his name back, so that's great. Uh, hopefully, the other wrestlers can get their name back. Gunther, you know, he can go from Gunther to Walter again. Uh, Butch to Pete Dunn again. Um, T-Bar to Dominic Dijakovic again. We got to give these people their names back. Give these people their entrance themes and everything. CFO needs to come back. You know, you need to get better theme songs. WWE still has a lot of work to do from the behind the scenes. But from a TV product, it's slowly getting better. They need to really, though, change the pay-per-view calendar. I'm sorry. It's got to change. I'm going to go over it again because I want to. The pay-per-view calendar. If I was Triple H, I tweeted this out. I had a lot of people favorite. I love it. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. But I'm going to go over this pay-per-view calendar again. If I was in charge of the creative, I'm changing the pay-per-view calendar immediately out of the gate. No question, no hesitation. The pay-per-views. January, Royal Rumble. The winners get to challenge for whatever world championships they want. Also, the winning brands uh, get the first two picks in the upcoming draft. March. Speaking of the draft, before I continue... The draft is actually going to be in September this year, so that's going to be great. A great reset. We're going to see some talents from NXT go up to the main roster. It's going to be great. Establish these people and have a balancing brand of Raw and SmackDown and NXT. But we have WrestleMania in March. Of course, we have the WWE draft in April, July, King and Queen of the Ring. Um, I would have the two winners challenge the world champions of their brand at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is in August. November, Survivor Series, War Games, Raw versus SmackDown. Winning teams get to pick whatever number they want for the Royal Rumble. I am not having NXT involved in Survivor Series at all. Uh, themed shows. I would do themed shows, Raw, SmackDown. Build them up as if you're building up a pay-per-view on Monday Night Raw for the USA Network and for Friday Night SmackDown for Fox. May. Is One Night Stand a Extreme Rules themed type of show? Uh, June Backlash, uh, September Clash of Champions. All championships are going to be defended. So you have Clash of Champions uh, Part 1 and Part 2 for Raw and SmackDown. All the championships need to be defended. And then October is Halloween Havoc. So you have two for Raw, two for SmackDown. But like I said, for Clash of Champions, you kind of have three. And you split one night for Monday Night Raw for Clash of Champions. And you split night two for Clash of Champions for SmackDown. The pay-per-view calendar really, really needs to change. And that's just my thoughts on that. Now, we are going to... We're going to end it here. With Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Vince McMahon didn't have time to run NXT 2.0. If it's good or bad, it's on me. There's been this running gag for years. Is Shawn Michaels really running NXT? Honestly, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. I think he's not. I don't think he is. That's just me. Look at the TV product. 
Shawn Michaels, would you be doing the stuff uh, that we're seeing on NXT right now? And if you did, I don't want you running shit. You're the GOAT. But when it comes to booking, if this is you, because I do watch NXT 2.0, I don't really finish it because it sucks. I have my favorites on the show, no question. But when it comes to the format of the show, it's not good. It's really not. If Shawn Michaels is really running NXT right now and we're seeing the stuff that we're seeing, I don't want Shawn Michaels near the main roster. I'm going to say that right now. Do I think he's running NXT? No, I do not. Let's continue on. Shawn Michaels has been helping NXT as creative consultant since 2016. In 2021, when Triple H had to step away due to health issues, Michaels became the, quote, go-to man for the brand. (laughs) Okay. As for NXT, we're branding in NXT 2.0 in September of 2021. Many fans thought Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard had more say in the direction of the television and were running the show. Here we go. Speaking to Graham GSM Matthews of Bleacher Report, Michael stated that wasn't the case. Hmm. Okay. Shawn Michaels says, when Hunter first left, it became all me. (laughs) Okay. And certainly from a television standpoint, Michael said, Matt Bloom is the head coach and takes care of everything from the PC training standpoint. But when it came to NXT 2.0 television, that's something myself and my team took over creatively. I know a lot of people thought Vince and Bruce were doing that. I can promise you all they did not have the time to do NXT television. If it's good or bad, it's on me. It's been a huge joy to run that show and work with these talents. Again, everyone was put in a real tough position. We all were. But that's where you learn and you do things in WWE. That, to me, is a form of talent development, which is understanding that things can always change around here, and you have to adjust to that. The show always goes on. It is trial by fire for a lot of us, but it's been an absolute fantastic experience. Triple H is now running creative for the main roster on WWE. Michaels recently commented that he was hoping to create a one-two punch with Triple H between NXT and the main roster. Okay. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. I'm going on the precedence that you are running creative with your team on NXT 2.0. You suck. You suck. If you are running What I'm watching on my screen with NXT 2.0 on a weekly basis, brother, you suck. You suck. That type of shit that I've been seeing on my TV is embarrassing. There is no character. And Shawn Michaels, I watch the show. I watch the show. I give my views and opinions on what I'm watching. That's what everybody should be doing. If it's positive or negative, it doesn't matter. Give your views and opinions on what you are watching on your TV. What I watch on NXT, 95% 
it sucks. Why do you have women's tag team titles? You don't have a division, strike one. Strike two, majority of these people that are on NXT 2.0 aren't ready for TV. They're not. You can tell. That's why you have NXT level up. That's why you have the PC. When they're ready, you will know. And then you will put them on TV. So Shawn Michaels is running the creative. So he's putting a lot of people that aren't ready for TV on TV. That's a strike for Shawn Michaels. That's two strikes for Shawn Michaels. It's crazy, man. You know, <laughs> Shawn Michaels running NXT. Again, if you guys had that pause, I apologize. Uh, something came up, but I'm back. Continuing on with the show. Shawn Michaels running NXT. You know, um, Shawn Michaels, I don't want you running. If you were running NXT for real, like no cap, if you were running NXT, I don't want you running shit on, you know, because the show's just not good. It's not good whatsoever. But that's, that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen, for your Sunday. Just wanted to come up here, talk about some news and rumors today. There was some news today, and so I just wanted to give you guys my opinion on things. Um, we got a brand new week tomorrow. Let you guys know what's coming up. Got a brand new week of the Wrestling Takeover starting tomorrow with your official Monday Night Raw review. You guys can look forward to that. Also, anything else that pops up as well. Uh, Triple H in charge so far. He's been doing great. Let's see if he continues. Thank you guys again for joining me right here on the Wrestling Takeover podcast. And remember, continue to spread the word of the Wrestling Takeover on all audio platforms. Follow me on social media. And I appreciate the continued support. That's pretty much all I got. I'll see you guys next time.